Blog Talk Radio. I feel like I'm breathing just so expansively. I'm not. I'm, I'm even going to rephrase that right now because I'm not out of breath. I am just so filled with vitality right now after a wonderful morning exploring the Pacific Northwest near my home and then coming home to have this wonderful show with you today. And I have a guest that I think you are really going to appreciate. And we're going to have a real honest discussion because this has come up so many times on this show. Um, Those who are regular listeners to this show know that I often ask questions about the law of attraction. Um, And I I talk about, I mean, I am a firm believer in co-creation and so many things Uh, around and yet a lot of times I've asked questions about the law of attraction and I think our guest today is going to be able to help us to better understand how to phrase this in our lives in a loving empowering way and better understand it so the guest I'm about to bring on the line is Chris Alexandria and Chris many of you may know her as an angel intuitive because she has a very popular angel chatter Facebook page and her website as a matter of fact is angelchatter.com and she has written a couple books she's got an oracle card deck out and the book we're going to be talking about today is this wonderful um, it's a simple easy to understand approachable book called Ask Formations and that's Ask A-S-K, for those of you who are seeing this without seeing the title. Um, And this book has a lot to say. I have to say it packs a punch and a very powerful, good one um, in helping us to think about the questions, and not just with our mind, but with our hearts, to really come up with very powerful questions about our paths, about our lives, so that we can be living the dreams of our heart. So without further delay, I am just so happy to bring Chris Alexandria on the line. Welcome, Chris. Hi, Susan. Thank you so much for having me on. It's going to be a very exciting hour. I can just tell it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, 
there are days, Chris, I'm like literally bubbling over. I mean, that's how it feels like today because I've just, I've, I've had this wonderful, I walked multiple miles this morning and, and, and got out there early. And so I so energized. And then I spent time with your book and I was using your book this morning. Um, and I love it when that happens because this is a book, Chris, that people can use and they can use it right away, can't they? Yeah, you know, and that, thank you for noticing that because that's one of my goals as an angel intuitive, as a coach, whatever you want to label me under, hopefully a good label, is to make my, – my mission is to inspire and empower you. So if that's my mission and it is, why would I go out of my way to make something difficult? Because, you know, as you well know, we love to make things more difficult than they need to be. Why yes. do something in two steps when we can have more fun making it into 12 or 15 steps? <laughs> you know, so let's, let's yes. make it very concise, very easy. But the best part, as you're already noticing, they're profound. They're effective. And it's so, yes. it's just, it's so simple. It, it does take a bit of being more conscious of what we're thinking and saying. It takes us out of our comfort zone, but in a very fun way. Yes, yes. You know, I'm going to just say right at the beginning why I question some things about the law of attraction, and I think that you can help us with this and even see why your book carries a tool that helps us to get beyond this. And the reason, truthfully, is when I was younger, Chris, I I was such a warrior. I mean, I really was. And and yet, I have to say, sometimes I did, I mean, I had good things happen despite that. And so that's going to be one question. But I will tell you, eventually I decided, and I'm thinking it even more, I want to focus on the positive. I want to focus right. on the positive because I, will, I see a lot of people, and I know there's a point in your book where you briefly talk about the negative, and I'm just going to jump ahead and you say, let's not focus on that aspect, but instead focus on the yummy things. Yeah, and that's yeah, it, right there. It, it, I, I don't even want to go it, it, because it's right there because it derails it, you know, we, me. Yes, it does. It, it does. And it, I don't want to be that derailed. negative, that caca, all of that stuff can so easily derail us. And there, there's such a fear factor. Anywhere yes. you go, you know, you know, watching commercials, you know, we were just talking among the family, just, it might have been yesterday, that so many commercials are pharmaceutical. And yes. you're, you're left thinking, oh, my gosh, do I have that? Do I have that? That could be me. So I find myself using an affirmation, actually, when I see these commercials, why is it so easy for me to be healthy? And I just keep tuning up the commercial and just say the affirmation through the commercial, and I feel a whole lot better afterwards. Yes. Yes. Well, you know what I feel, Chris, and, and you quickly turn this around in your book. You briefly talk about um, the negative, and, you know, we can go on so many. I'm sure we all have cases. In fact, you talk about places where um, our journeys bring us down certain paths, you know, that, that we, we are then sure. thankful for. But the thing I really want to get at here right at the outset is a lot of us are spending way too much time worrying about the negative Asset. You know, worrying about worry is that you can get almost, you know, oh, my gosh, you know, no, no, 
know, kind of a, a I want to be positive. You know, stop that. Just be positive. And and your message is so fun. How we do this Thank you. is so much fun. We don't even have to think about that part. We can just say, let's not even focus on that. Let's just go right to the meat of it, of co-creation yeah. with a loving universe is the way I see it. But, um, you know, just just get right to it. And have Thank fun. You. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and it is it is about having fun. It you know, there there are really in my definition, in my world, there are very few shoulds. The the biggest one is that you should have life on your terms. So you know, my daughters are beautiful young women now. So when yeah. we were raising them, we told them we don't care what you do when you grow up. Which may sound harsh until I finish. And we said it has to have two requirements. It has to be legal, and it has to, you have to make enough money to live on your own. Because as much as we love you, you are not living with us the rest of your life. So therefore, you might as well do something you love. Yes. Don't yes. wait. Don't wait till you retire to have fun and to get a life, which so many people, unfortunately, you hear, I hear it often. I can re, I'm retiring, so now I can have a life. How sad is that? How yeah. terribly yeah. sad oh. is this? So, you know, that's, that's one of the, well, that's why I'm here. And there are many others like me that can, you know, help other people do that. But it's to help you live that life, as you so eloquently put it, live your heart's desire now. Yes. Yes. And that's and affirmations can help that in a very yes. in a very big way in a very simple you know in minute day to day stuff but also with the much bigger picture. Yes, yes. You know, um, I, I have to say, and and you know, we maybe I think that I'm so excited about this. We probably need to go back and 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 use some definition. I'll let you define what I, this I, all I think is. We need to, but, I think yeah, but we yeah, I think do. we kind of need to fill in your. Yeah, we need to yeah. fill in your, your, your <laughs> listeners on what the heck we're talking about. Yeah, because, what are know, we talking about like anyway, secret, Chris? Yeah, I feel like we're in a secret club <laughs> right now that no one knows what we're talking. So an well, they, they certainly got a good intro there to, to be, um, their interest <laughs> is peaked, that's for sure. So, oh, so tell the, us, the mystery, Yes, the mystery and intrigue. So an yes. affirmation can be defined as a positive present tense question. Or you can also say it's an affirmation in the form of a question. So the law of attraction is very real. You know, I've been not, I don't want to say studying it because I'm certainly not an expert, but I know enough to be dangerous. I know enough to be helpful, but it's, it's a magical thing. But, you know, I read The Secret like so many millions of other people did, and it's a fantastic book. I'm not knocking it, but it left me wondering. At the end, there's, there's, and, I, yeah. and I would often talk, and like, there's something missing. I, I don't know what it is, but there's something missing. And, I, and, I, and this was many, many years ago, so I couldn't, I couldn't pinpoint it. So, and I did vision boards with the rest of them, and, you know, and I, I made heart illumination boards and whatever you want to call them boards to put out to the universe what I desired. You know, and some things came through and some things haven't yet and some things may never because I wasn't sure on the formula, so to speak, on how to help it manifest. 
And it wasn't until we had a young man live with us many years ago. And just imagine something bad. I'm not going to get into his life history, but imagine something bad, and it probably had happened to him. You know, he literally doesn't have a country that truly owns him and had been abused physically, emotionally, sexually, witnessing that no child ought to have a right to see and, and so on. So it quickly, you know, so he was convinced that the world, excuse the language, sucked. So he best screw it before it screwed him and was doing a really good job. A brilliant kid, very, very smart. Yeah. Yeah. And because he wasn't and is not my biological child, I could step back a little bit and not be so engrossed in his story and step into mommy mode and try to fix things, which yeah. was the blessing of how affirmations yeah. came to be born. And because he was living with us, he would get a job. And, of course, due to somebody else's fault, would lose that job, get another job, and lose that job. He was changing jobs more people than, you know, he's had more jobs than most people really have in their entire life. And I was noticing how he was talking. Why can't I get a good job? Why do I get jobs that suck? Why can't I get a job above minimum wage? And so then I introduced him to affirmation, right? That was a logical step. Be more yeah. positive. Yeah. You can do it. So I'd say, I have a great job. He'd look at me, I have a great job. Look at me again, roll his eyes and go, you happy? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm going, okay, there's not any power in that. <laughs> That's uh-huh. not going to work. And then I would try other ones, you know, that weren't quite so job-related, unloved. And he's like, unloved. And look away from me. I'm like, okay. that. So I'm noticing that there's no power behind his affirmations, because he obviously didn't believe it. Yeah. But all those questions, like, why can't I get a good job? Why can't I keep a job? Uh, and all these other things that he would spout out because he was frustrated were constantly happening. He would get a job, but then quickly lose it. I mean, this kid, I'm not kidding. If he had a job more than three months, we were like, we're making records here. It, it, was, you know, it was quickly, quickly. I guess yeah. she was really paying attention and real, and this took probably close to a year. And I'm actually, you know, writing things down because this whole process was really intriguing me. And so I said, "All right, let's let's start something else." Because I was I work from home, so I became you know pseudo mom and his in house counselor because he dealt with different trust counselors. <laughs> he would like dump everything on me. All right, let's try some other things. So I started taking the affirmations, positive statements, and flipped them into a question. So did you think about those questions that he was saying when he was frustrated? Why can't I hold the job? He's saying it. We all say those kinds of questions at one point or another when we're frustrated, we're tired, we're more needy, we're more whiny. Yeah. You know, money. I think we say we say lot. it a lot. You know, I want to interrupt we, here just for a second in that. We say that all the time. I mean, that's the classic question when something is not going right. How many times do we say, you know, why? <laughs> you know, why did why this happen? Does this yeah, that's often the first me, right? thing. Yeah, yeah I why mean, does this it always really happen is. to me? Yeah. Yeah, you're exactly right, Susan. So 
I started using that same formula, but but yet then, you know, again, being able to pull back, I'm noticing these all, what I call, that's called a mind spotter because, you know, I try Uh to make light of things. And it just sounds a bit more fun besides negative. And then it starts sounding, you know, judgmental. But you're saying a negative question. So, no, it's a mind fodder question. You know, it's just how your mind has been wired to think for a while. So mind fodder, to me, sounds a little bit less judgmental. So I started out with, I call it the classic, which kind of cracks me up because it's only been out for a couple of years. Why is it safe for me to be me? Uh-huh. But here's, I love that. Here's the secret. Oh, I know. It's a game changer. But here's I love the secret. It. When you ask those mind fodder questions, why does it always happen to me? Why can't I keep a good job? You know, uh-huh. why can't I make ends meet? You say it because you're frustrated. Do you ever look for the answer? Yeah. I don't. You know, I would, you know I, we, have, we have such a broad audience listening right now, and, and I know that, that often – we can say that, oh, you know, I don't think they, they oh, there is a lot of questioning about these concepts sometimes. And I, I've asked mm-hmm. them too. But as you're repeating these, I want to say that it's so clear that if we were sitting here saying that to ourselves all the time, um, it would just put us into a depression. <laughs> I mean, I mean, oh, that's kind of, that's what that, those kinds of questions do. So, so even if the concept of the law of attraction or, or the phrase law of attraction is uncomfortable, I think that you're really pointing out, because it is. I mean, honestly, it really is for, for a lot of us. Um, I personally use co-creation much more now. And, and I think it's because I was raised a fundamentalist, Chris. I have a really okay. hard time with the word law. Um, and, but that doesn't mean... But of course, it's everywhere, and and I'm not I'm not saying that it 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 hurts that it's there. It's just that we have we have to get our 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 hearts around it, and and for me, co-creation works. But the thing is, is if you were sitting there constantly asking those questions, and we tend to, you know, if you get a, a, a serious illness or something, you know, there's often a tendency, you know, why people who believe in the law of attraction will often fall into these negative cycles of, hey. You know, I'm doing everything right. You know, I've got my vision board. Why is the vision board not working? You know, I mean, there's a there's exactly. an example, and and yeah, you need to get out of board, that. Yeah, and I actually recommend my clients often to make a vision board because it's uh-huh. a tool to help define what it is that you want. So you can almost call it a heart illumination board because you're allowing your ego to step aside and let you speak what you really want. So it, it's yeah. a really like When I did my very, very first one, I was in training uh, for soul coaching, and we're going to make, you know, this board. And I'm going, crap, I have no idea what I'm doing because I've never done one, and here I am in training. And everybody's all excited to get to making one, and I'm like, I've never made one. And I'm looking around going, I'm, I'm not a happy person. Yeah. And uh, so I'm listening for the directions, and I'm going, okay. Okay, so I, I did what was asked, and I really stepped out, and I went through the magazine, and my board ended up having very five distinct categories. And I'm not saying this will be true for everybody, uh-huh. but who knew I really wanted friends, like girlfriends, not the girlfriends that go, 
kiss, kiss, let's do lunch, and as soon as you turn around, I'm going to hurt you, you know, a really a friend. Well, yeah. what a yeah. friend is. You know, I can call yeah. you at any moment, and you're going to be there for me. But that yeah. took up a, a, a quarter of my board. You know, I've been married for over 30 years to the same guy. Love him to death, but anything human can always be better. So there was this whole thing on romance. Uh-huh. Young couples frolicking in the waves, you know, older couples walking. You know, so there was that romance thing. And then there was this whole thing on travel, and I like to travel, but who knew I really wanted to go and discover far-off yeah. places. Yeah. And then there was a section on business. Okay, not a surprise, but it surprised me that that was that important to me even way back then. But then that fifth section, I had all these random words and and photos that didn't seem to make any sense for any of the one categories. And I realized, oh, excuse me, that's me at the core. You know, radiant, eating healthy foods, doing yoga, all of those things was me in that little nutshell. But these are the different aspects of what my heart at that moment really wanted. Yeah. But some of that stuff has come true because but I've also been doing a lot of my own expansion using the law of attraction it works but we just have to learn what's best for us no anything one of my mantras we do as a human can always be improved upon doesn't mean what we did first was wrong Uh it just means we're perfectly imperfect so might as well get over that and keep always expanding and always trying to improve who we are. So that's why, why is it safe for me to be me? It's such a game changer. So okay, you're talking with me right now. Angel Intuitive could be underclassified as a psychic, yeah. and that's cool. So for years, I called myself psycho. Hardly in oh, power, wow. right? Why would anybody come to me for a reading or anything if I'm calling myself psycho? Because I was downplaying this gift. You know, I come from a very traditional family. My dad was a brilliant chemical engineer, developed formulas in college that they still teach. My mom's Uh a domestic goddess. And, you know, here I come. Wings and Halo Lady. <laughs> so, to this day, they, they love me, yeah. they support me, they do all sorts of things, but to this day, they've yet to say, hey, what angels are you talking with? What's going on? Right. You know, so that kind of thing. So it, it just never came up. And, you yeah. know, as most children do, they think their gifts are normal until someone points out how abnormal they are, and bam, I shut down. Yes. And it wasn't yeah. until... You know, I had my own children. I, I started becoming back into me again. But I had so many hats. I have, you know, the corporate executive wife hat. I have the mommy hat. I have the the umbrella soccer mom hat. I had the hiding in the closet angel intuitive hat. I had, you know, friend hat, the daughter, the sister, the niece, the granddaughter, the great grand different hats. It's exhausting to figure out which one I had to put on for any given moment. Yeah. So now by saying, why is it safe? The beauty of affirmations, you don't look for the answer. Just like those questions that we say when we're frustrated, we're tired, we don't look for the answer, we just, why can't this work out for me? Bam. Well, the universe has one of the rules, one of its laws, is I answer every question you ask 
literally. Think about that. So if I'm asking, why does this ever work out or why does this always happen to me, the universe doesn't go, oh, honey, I know what you mean and you're just tired right now. Let me smooth things out for you so it gets where you really want it. But that's not what you asked. You asked, why does this always happen to me? It's going to keep happening over and over and over again. You know, something that that I see, Chris, is is when I see, like, why is it safe for for me to be me, that question, Mm -hmm. I immediately hear an answer. And you know what the answer is? Because what? Because I'm loved. And and that that's what I hear. I mean in fact to well, almost I, I every one of the I, questions. It's funny, I didn't hear what you said. What did you say? Be, because you I'm loved. There you go. Because I, I'm fantastic. loved. Because I'm loved. I, I can love say that, that answer that's, to every question um that, that you ask. It's a positive question. You know, mm-hmm. why is it you know, why is it um, so easy? Like, let's see, why is it it um, so easy for me to have my perfect job? And I see some here because I'm loved. I don't know. Yes. It just comes see, immediately. You, you are you are the you're the rare anomaly that knows she's loved. Unfortunately, so many don't even know that. Yeah, they're yeah. so scared. They're they're so busy trying to stay afloat. They're so busy doing. They have yeah. forgotten how to be. They don't have the luxury or say they don't have the luxury to take a warning and go along the Pacific Northwest to reconnect and, and really refuel their soul. They're, they're just busy trying to stay afloat. So for, the, for them, they may not hear such a beautiful response so quickly. You know, I, then, I, have to say, I have to say to my audience, the irony of all of that, is that my life is as perfectly imperfect as the next one. You know, I... Yeah, I know. I, 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 I mean, I've made some huge choices in my life being being out. Um, you know, I used to work in the corporate world and, and, and on an executive floor myself. And, and um, you know, I, I think a lot of us who end up out on our own, one question I want to ask myself more is... Um, why is it so easy for me to thrive as as an entrepreneur? You know that that was one question I phrased for myself this morning. Because I I will say to the audience, my life is is not um, is it is perfect. It is it is it is perfect in its own way. But part of my definition of my life is I need to to have time for for me and for my health and my vitality. So so I make it. It, because otherwise the energy just collapses and 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 you know you talk a lot chris about energy and how everything mm-hmm. is energy and and that's part of of my own fuel for for this work sure no it is it is and and like i said you know it's once we start tapping into cause i'm naturally a very happy person so when we move uh-huh the Baltimore area years ago, um, our dentist, amazing man, was, uh, his policy was that he would, for your first visit, he would clean your teeth and everything, not the dental hygiene, because he wanted to get to know each of his patients personally. 
So we had a, an amazing conversation, fantastic, you know, history of, you know, how he was raised and actually where he was born and, and everything about him. It's truly remarkable. And my husband went in a couple of weeks later for his first visit. And he said, I have to ask you something. He said, sure. He said, I have a question about your wife. He goes, sure. Is she always that happy? <laughs> and my husband looked at him. He goes, yep. And there uh-huh. are no drugs or alcohol involved. So I'm naturally predisposed to see the positive or to allow myself to sit back to see the the lesson that could be in a very bad situation. Yeah. But again, you and I are a bit different compared to the rest of the population. That's why we are leaders. So using as I mean, I use affirmations daily. I uh-huh. still will say, why is it safe for me to be me until the day I drop I dead? It. Because one of, one of the things that has happened, I, really thing, I have gotten literally one inch taller. Was, I've been 5'8 my whole adult life. I'm at that age that I uh-huh. ought to be shrinking. And I went to the doctor, oh gosh, about two and a half years ago, and I had bronchitis. So she measured me. But, you know, I had bronchitis. I wasn't feeling well. So hardly yeah. really caring how tall I was standing. And she says, you're 5'9". And I looked at her. I was awake enough to go, I'm what? She goes, you're 5'9". I said, can you measure me again, please? And she laughed. She goes, honey, I've been doing this a long time. You're 5'9". Okay, then. I went back a year later. Still 5'9". Point is, even though I've studied ballet for 11 years, I do yoga. You know, I do try to take care of myself. Yeah. I am more, I'm walking more confidently with who I am and what I am here to do than I have throughout my entire life to date. I can look at you in the eye and know that if you don't get it or you feel threatened by it, it's not me because knowing that I'm per- imperfect, perfectly imperfect, I'm not here to make everybody happy. I'm not here to please everybody. So if you don't get it, that's okay. It doesn't make me a bad person. And it took me a long time to figure that out. And, you know, something as simple as my husband loves to cook. So a frequent question is, what do you want for dinner? I frequently respond, I don't care. So we had this slight discussion uh, a while ago. He says, why can't you make up your mind? Why can't you tell me what you want? I said, no, 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 no. Listen to me. If I say I don't care, it means I'm open to suggestions. That's all that means. So if I tell you what I feel like having or what I feel like doing or what I feel I need to do for anything from angel chatter, my business, to client work, to my next book, et cetera, you better listen. His eyes got wide and he went, oh. And we haven't had that discussion since. (laughs) He, he understands now better that when I say I don't care, it just simply means I'm open to suggestions. But because I am feeling safer to be me, I have amazing people like yourself that are, quote, discovering me. And yes. having me on the radio shows are working behind the scenes to help promote me because that's their job, that's their gift. Coming in contact with working on a wide variety of projects. So it, it, yes. it spans 
the entire universe. And it's really magical. And I feel myself getting frustrated and that it's not happening quick enough or I really don't want to do that. I'll pull back. And it allows me to look at the larger picture because why am I so supported is another ask for me. I love that. I love that. And, and, and you know, you know because, because we are loved does come up on that one really strongly for me, too. It, to me, right, it strengthens exactly. it. Every time it echoes back, because because we're loved, I just feel like I can strengthen and that, that really for me. And that's the biggest reason. Yeah, it's yes. a huge answer. But it's huge. It just it's overflows. true because you are loved. But, yes. again, not everybody feels that confident. I know. So, I know. So the young I man, know. yeah, so this this is how powerful this is, the affirmation. Uh, we moved from the Baltimore area. We lost touch with the young man uh, for the most part. Uh, but he did touch base quite a while ago and has had a job, forget this, well over a year. We've hit world records now. Loves it. It is not a job. It's a career. Huge for him and is in a stable relationship. So does that define success? Absolutely not. But from where he was, that's huge growth. That's a huge thing for him up and owning who he is. Yeah. You know, we're, we don't we don't we like to define ourselves by what kind of house we, we live in and what car we drive and how big that rock is on our finger and all that stuff. That's society stuff. Your definition yeah. of success is how happy are you? Are yeah. you content with your life and and what you're doing in it? And that's really the biggest the biggest definition of success, oh. you know, and so you know, much. and so many people, you know, get you keep using because you are loved. And as I said, well, not we are the rare, the rare ones, unfortunately. So another beautiful affirmation is that why is it so easy for me to give and oh. receive love? Because yeah. we're very good at nurturing, whether you're male or female, we're very good at giving. Because we humans, I like to think, as a rule are good people. Yes. So we like to give. We like to help people. Unfortunately, yes. we don't give back to ourselves. We are so busy being that nurturer that we will get depleted. We can get trained. Yes. And we don't allow ourselves to be loved back. So again, I've been married to my lovely husband for over 30 years, and it just keeps getting better because I'm still allowing myself to be more vulnerable, still allowing myself to step up in my mind, not in that, you know, finger-pointing sort of way, but allowing myself to share what I really want and what I really don't want and be comfortable with it. And he, on the other hand, is not feeling threatened if I disagree with him. So it keeps getting better and better which is just magical. You know, I love how you're actually exercising being safe to be you. Like if you're not both on the same page all the time, you're feeling safe to be yourself. You're not being disempowered. Exactly. You're, you feel safe. You know, you know something I want what? to say, Chris, 
if you don't mind, because I this this show is going out on the. I, I'm so thankful to Blog Talk Radio. It's so cool. We're on the front page, and what that means, and we've been there. What it means is that there are all kinds of people listening, and I know there are people listening out there who, um, you know, don't don't necessarily think exactly the same way as we do. And something I wanted to say, it, I was just kind of doing homework as you were speaking. It, as I, I came up with an ask formation about love because I think a lot of us have been maybe in religious situations or just life situations where we don't even feel loved by God. Like we feel like we're in a hostile universe or could be, you know, and 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 so one of the things, because it seems like to make these positive things really come to us, why, one I, one I just wrote is, why do I feel so loved by the universe? And you know what? People might want to say God. If God works for you better, or the angels, almost all of us believe in the angels, and you're an angel intuitive. That's, you know, that's right. Yeah, why no, that, do I feel so loved by the angels? Ask. That's a yeah. beautiful affirmation. Yes, because we don't feel totally loved. You know, I don't. I don't always feel totally loved. You can say, "Well, well, you know, I feel more and more I do." But you know what? I'm going to use this question even more. And and you know these angels. You know that could be a whole other show. I think with you. But, <laughs> I mean, but but it's something we share. Is that we're going out to a lot of people who. Yeah, we believe in angels. I was taught about angels. Everybody's taught about angels. So, so we we know we're loved by the angels, and and so you know, asking that in that way. And the other one I thought of too that was important for me related to your safe question was, why do I feel so loved by myself? Now, see, there's oh, an area where people <laughs> struggle sometimes. Amazing. Why do I feel so loved by myself? So I just wanted to throw those out to the audience um, and to you as as something that's helping to affirm the love for me as to why why I deserve to be happy, you know, why I deserve to thrive, and, you know, all of us do. Oh, absolutely. Because, you know, one of the things I often share with clients, and it's in the book, wouldn't it be really boring if we all lived in the same house, our definition of our perfect home was identical. Anything yeah. would cease to be magical because it would be, you know, Baskin and Robbins. I use that in the book too. It, its tagline is Baskin Robbins, 31 flavors. Baskin Robbins, one flavor? Boring. So we're all different. So why wouldn't yeah. we want different? Why wouldn't we, you know, there's nothing wrong with wanting to be a garbage collector if that's really what you want. There's nothing wrong with being an accountant or an attorney or an angel intuitive or a domestic god. And there's nothing wrong with any of it if that's where your gifts and blessings are. You know, not so everybody it, it, wants the mansion on the hill. For example, exactly. you know, by the lake or you know, whatever, you know, maybe maybe you just want a, a wonderful little cottage somewhere that where you can be in peace or or whatever. And if that's what you want, you know, that's good. Sometimes we have, um, um, we don't want to limit ourselves, but sometimes also we're told, you know, you should want this or you should want that. And some of us, you know, we think, you know. What would really make me happy, you know, and 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 then you right. start to think about it more. Right, but we, we, we do, do all limit. have. 
Yeah. We do. We have, you know, we all have limiting beliefs, whether we care to admit it or not. Maybe yeah. what we're worth monetarily for our job or what yeah. we're worthy to have, you know, material-wise you know, material or health. You know, my family has always had, luckily I can say this because it's not true, my family has always been diabetic, so I'm going to be diabetic. You may be predisposed to that, but there's nothing that says you have to have it. Yes, but we buy it. into it. And even right. down to, you know, we have these old inbred sayings, you're getting too big for your britches, you know, so your your people don't like change per se. And that's where yeah. ego comes in. Ego loves to keep us fat and happy because it lives on fear. That's where yeah. the ego comes in. So we, well, that's why affirmations don't always work, as you have, have learned. You know, we say this, I am abundant, and thinking about that young man, he didn't believe it. So the ego is just constantly feeding and fueling that fear base so we don't grow and expand, so we don't step into our, our own brilliance. But when we ask those questions, no matter what kind of question it is, positive or, shall I say, negative, it responds literally. So we can use those questions to our advantage. And then that's where the law of attraction can really begin to come into play with us and make it much more easy and make it much more mindful. So using affirmations in one way is an awareness of ourselves. You know, so one of the first steps is just simply to become aware. What if I, What am I saying or questioning in regards to X, Y, Z, especially if something's not working to our satisfaction at the moment. Yeah. There's something about us that is creating that. So maybe maybe the timing isn't right. That, that is one possible thing that we haven't quite lined up everything, but that's certainly something we can ask, you know, to ourselves. Yeah. And then just to be aware of what we're doing what we're saying, and if it doesn't sound very positive, to jot it down and go, oh, well, no wonder. Look what I've been saying or asking. You know, I'm manifesting based on my thought patterns. I've manifested this. So now how can I turn this around to a much more positive scenario? And that's where ask formations come in. So I, I always like throw the word easy into it because as we mentioned very early on, we love to make things difficult. You know, anything yeah. worth having, you have to work hard for it, right? Well, my response is, <laughs> you know, let's, let's try to at least make it easy. So why is it so easy for me to, and then start filling in the blanks, be successful, have the top-rated radio show on blog talk, but trying to make these questions general. Because if something has multiple factors, dream job, dream home, it can be, again, exhausting to list every attribute of your dream job or dream home. And if you're anything like me, hang your head in shame because you forgot something. So it's never going to manifest because I didn't, I didn't ask the right way. No, just say, why is it so easy for me to have my dream job? Why is it so easy for me to live in my dream home. 
And then if you're living in your dream home, it means, I guess what, you have the job to pay for that mortgage. It just starts lining up. You're becoming more aware. And by asking that question, sometimes you get answers because you're loved, but then that concrete way, you'll become more aware perhaps of networking events. You'll become more aware of the houses in the area that you wish to live in. People will start saying, hey, Susan, you know, I just met a, a person. They need to talk with you because you could really help them. You start getting the support for the income increases. All sorts of things just start happening because you're now more aware and when you use these affirmations you are in theory telling the universe okay I am aware of this and now I'm ready. And it's going yay! You know Chris there's a a depth to this too and and, and something that that I feel um, is important because it's in your book as well, and um, you you touched upon it a little bit. Is that um, you know sometimes things happen. It, it's there's. I wish I had the page in your book where. And this is where it gets to be a little deeper. And I think this is where we we really go astray sometimes from from understanding. And you know at the basis of all of this. And this isn't in your book, but I want to again remind the audience is. We come from many different backgrounds, but many of us were taught that God was omnipresent. God is everywhere, including in us. And that's where this comes from. That's where this notion of co-creation comes from. Um, This is where answering prayer has come from, you know, where people who believe in prayer who who are listening. And and, and it's important to – we're talking about a lot of the same things in a different way sometimes. But one of the things that can happen – and I had one of these happen pretty pretty intense in in the last year where um, a loved one had a very unexpected um, health challenge. And during the course of that, there was a total miracle. A total miracle. And then there was also some stuff that was like, oh, you know, we had this good thing, and then there was this thing that wasn't so good. But then as it kept going, you know, some incredibly positive things came out of it. And now this person is thriving, and and, and it, it turned out surgery was needed. I mean, it was whatever the situation was, and nobody was really focusing on it, but it led to good things. And you, this is what I want to get at, too, because often this is where it gets kind of subtle. I mean, yeah. it, there can be things. There are things that happen in the world. There are people who were in a hurricane recently or, you know, um, last year or whatever, or, you know, sometimes things happen to a whole bunch of us at once, and, you know, the world you know, people may be asking, why in the heck, you know, if you want to ask one of those down why questions, I've heard this so many times, you know, why is the political process doing, you know, what it's doing right now, you know, asking in a certain way. And and, and that reminds me of the negative questions that, um, you know, you talk about at the beginning of the book where, where instead of asking that, you do get at that some things, they're, it's like, you know, cooking, you don't say this, but it's like there's these ingredients that, that you know, we, yes. and I come up with the word trust, I guess. That would be my my word is that, you know, believe in the process, believe that the gifts are coming when they need to come. Because you talk about, too, just 
brushing things. Well, you don't want to do do that either. So, so yeah, let me throw it to yeah. you, but it's just a question that is often asked, and, and you do address it. Yeah, trust is a huge factor because we are also very good micromanagers. Okay, I asked, yeah. where is it? I asked, where is it? <laughs> you know, I made my vision board. Blast it all, where's my stuff? So it is, you know, it took us a long time to get where we currently are. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to assume go out on the limb here that most of your listeners are over the age of 18. So it's at least taken you 18 years to come up with your current mindset. I am not saying it's going to take 18 years to unravel that mindset to make it work for you, but typically does not happen overnight, which is a beautiful thing actually, because by working, so I'm a big gardener. So I'll use this analogy. Uh-huh. I am not oh, aware yeah. of any flower that goes from a tight bud to full glorious bloom overnight. Perfect. Use a butterfly as an example. Butterfly is this lovely little lumpy thing that inches along because it's a caterpillar. It goes into a cocoon. It does its own thing. And then it bursts forth in all its glory. Process to allow it to unfold because we are only aware of what we're aware of. Yes. We only yes. know. So as an example, years ago, my sister was visiting me at the beach, and there's this great shorebird. It's called an oyster catcher. And it had, and they make their nests on the ground, and this one particular couple had made their nest very, very close to the parking lot. So as we would go to the beach every day, we would see the nest, and we would go visit mom and pop, you know, kind of stand there and take pictures. Well, it was a full moon and a storm was coming in. And we went down and the water was coming up very rapidly. And, of course, we were panicked because that's kind of how we are, that the baby's, the nest was going to be lost because that's yeah. what we knew. Who? Yeah. We didn't know. Guess what? Went back the next day. They had moved the nest. So we didn't go. know. So how could we even think of that as a possible solution? We only know what we know. We only know based on what we've been taught through reading, through life experiences, what we've heard. By only knowing what we know, we don't open ourselves. You know, we, we don't know of the endless possibilities that could help us in any situation. So by trusting, by allowing this to unfold, we're allowing things to happen. So did I know you before today? No. Nope. You know, you and I had communicated through emails, but it did it mean you didn't exist or I didn't exist? I hope not. <laughs> I didn't know my PR person until a few uh-huh. months ago. Didn't even uh-huh. know she was in the world. But did yes, it make see? her any less real? Of course not. That's right. So it just means these possibilities are just simply unknown to us at the moment. Yes. So allow it to unfold. We may know where we're supposed to be and how we're supposed to be, you know, what our mission is, to use a more metaphysical term. But how we're to get there is the unknown. Sometimes experiencing certain things, sometimes holding up, so to speak, being in a pattern or being somewhat stagnant. It's not really stagnant. You're in that cocoon. You're redefining. You are metamorphosing. You are you know, exploring various options to come out 
to present to all of us how cool you really are. And that, yes. that trust factor, that, that unfolding, that blossoming factor, which is so paramount. Now, we can put that pot of water on, but it's not going to boil any quicker if we stare at it. Yes. That water reaches a certain temperature when it's ready. So by staring at it, micromanaging, harping on it, it doesn't make it happen any quicker. And in fact, it actually slows the process down because we put this energetic vice on it by wanting to control it first. Yes. And for those of you that have had children, you know darn well that baby pops out when it's ready. You can't really force it out. You have labor pain. It, 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 the baby comes when it's ready. Our mission, you know, our blossoming happens when we're ready. You just so said it's something not really powerful. Yes, yes. I want to catch on yes. something here. It's important because a okay. lot of times, um, most of us, unless we're really in worry, if we're expecting a child, you know, I, I'm a mom, we <laughs> we can worry about some things, no doubt. But we, we expect this, you know, it's going to happen. You know, in nine months I'm going to have this baby, you know, when we're not. We'll put aside right. any kind of worries that we may have, and sometimes things go wrong, of course, but we won't focus on that. Just let's suppose, you know, we just know it's 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 going to happen, and there's there's a confidence that comes with that because if we micromanage, like you were just talking about, Chris, that's when we tend to go negative because that's when we tend to exactly. say, why isn't this happening? Why? You know, and then all of a sudden you've just totally um, lost sight of whatever the thing is. And, you know, while you were speaking, there's also another one I wrote for myself when it comes to not knowing, you know, going beyond your expectations because we don't know everything. You said this. And I said something like, why is it so easy to be delighted by gifts beyond my imagination from the universe? (laughs) Wow. Because that's what, you know, I don't know what what it can come up with. Why is it so easy to be delighted by gifts beyond my imagination from the universe? I know, because I can't even imagine what the universe can come up with. And I've witnessed oh, this. It's, it's, it's pure miraculous. <laughs> I was out walking my dog earlier before our show, and it's, it's getting hot and humid here. And we're uh-huh. walking, and I'm just, you know, I talk with my dog all the time. And we're walking, and this little, little tiny feather the size of my pinky nail floated right down in front of me. There's no bird. There's nothing around. And I was like, that's uh-huh. cool. You know, oh, it's an angel intuitive. Gift. That's really cool. <laughs> exactly. How beautiful. They don't have to be, you know, this huge neon sign. It can be, but these little gifts, it's, it becomes, again, a lesson in awareness. We're surrounded by these blessings, by these miracles every single day. But when we can get into that affirmation mindset, that little bit more of a conscious living, we become much more aware of the blessings that are surrounding us because now we're, yes. we're being more aware of them, open to the possibilities of their existence, and then allowing us ourselves to receive them. So it's a very lovely thing. Yes, yes, yes. That It's so true. And, oh, my, this time has come, gone by quickly when it comes to time. Oh, my but, goodness, but it you really know has. I just checked the clock. And I'm like, wow, already? <laughs> 
we've really covered a lot of bases though during during this hour. I think we we we've really I, I hope that we gave the audience a sense of, of how to do this. And uh, you know, I, we're just doing it live here. I mean, you can just start doing it. And that's what I encourage the audience. Just start doing it. Start start phrasing some questions for yourself and and get the book ask formation so um once again chris tell people where they can find out about you um where and what well, you're up to these days oh i'm up to so many things it's, it's, we don't have enough time for that right <laughs> yeah now. probably not <laughs> um, but my my website is angelchatter.com a n g e l c h a t t e r i have a amazing closed group on Facebook, also called Angel Chatter. You must ask to join because we keep it sacred space. And we explore, we share, we whine, we toot everybody's horn. It's an amazing, amazing group of people. So I invite people to, and if they sign up for my email list, it's a brand new offering, so I almost almost forgot. I am giving away a free mini guide. It's about 10 pages long on the Angel Crystals and Chakras. And that is my gift to you when you sign up for my email list off of my website, angelchatter.com. Wonderful. Well, thank you, Chris, so much for, for oh, being Susan, here today. Thank you I've so much fun. for having me on. I've had a blast. You are so much fun to chat with. Oh, well, well, thank you. And, and you know, I, I tell you, Chris, as I often say on this show, I mean, I'm just a real person going through the world like all the rest of us. And, and when I see something like this that, um, you know, I, you get excited about about coming up with what else can you come up with? You know, that that's kind of the way I feel now that now that I have this new tool, which is really oh, cool. Oh, thank and you. And I'm thankful, thankful for having you here today. What fun to, to work with this and create. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. So, um well, I I would love to have you on again sometime and talk maybe about angels too because I know that that you have such a wonderful expansive work. Um, but thanks so much for being here today. So I hope you have thank a wonderful you. afternoon. Thank you. Same to you, Susan. All right. Bye-bye. Take care. Um, just a quick note to the live audience. We just had so much fun. We're bringing this right to the end. And this was just today. It was just kind of a real bubbly chat today. I I, I was so enjoying it. I love it when the show flows this way. Um, we have another show coming up on Thursday of this week. Unless I do a – I may do a spontaneous solo show here and there. We will see. And that show is Cindy Bennett is returning only this time she's going to have Lisa Kay with her and we're going to continue to talk about their new book on creating a spiritual business and really a thriving spiritual business and and I just I love how these two topics are flowing together because certainly ask formations have a lot to do with how you can do that um and so so be back here Thursday at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. That is Thursday, May 12, 2016, for those of you listening across time. Um, And then I also have a rather exciting announcement. I am going to be on the radio, um, at the very least regionally in the Pacific Northwest, and, you know, maybe I should ask the ask formation of... um, 
you know, why is it so easy to be on national radio on Friday night? Because the show that I'm going to be on is also nationwide on Premier Radio Networks. And what it is is broadcasting from the UFO Festival. Um, And I'll have information at FrontierBeyondFear.com about that. Um, And I'm going to be talking about not the nuts and bolts of UFOs, because that's not my area at all. My area is higher consciousness just being aware that of course there are, there are races and all these this vastness of the multiverse that are also of higher consciousness and they're co-creating too and in their own way they have these concepts of course they do and what have they created out there can you even begin to imagine and that's why I'm going to be there to bring that aspect to the equation that's that's I am not an expert on anything else and don't need to be about you know the nuts and bolts of it all none of that I focus on the beautiful not just potential but obvious reality of this wonderful multiverse that we're in and how it just has to be thriving and filled with amazing amazing planets where they're doing exactly the same thing where they are co-creating with the omnipresent miracles of God, the universe, the multiverse, spirit, the angels, however you want to call that, whether you think of it through prayer, if that works for you, that's fine. It's still a matter of you are a part of this omnipresent spirit, and we're not alone. And so that is going to be Friday night, Friday the 13th, which is going to be very good luck, um, sometime between 7 p.m. Pacific and 12 midnight. Um, And if you're local in Portland, it'll be on KXL Radio. But anyway, I'll have a lot more information on FrontierBeyondFear.com as this evolves. And I will also be there on site in front of a live audience. So um, if you are in the Portland area, you can come out to McMinnville, Oregon, where um, you can come and see us. And um, that will be fun. So anyway, thank you, everyone, for being here today. And I look forward to seeing you next time. FrontierBeyondFear.com is the place for all the archived and the upcoming episodes. And um, I... I'm so happy to have you here, and I hope you all are having a wonderful week. And get out into nature. I know it's only Monday. Well, let's start having a wonderful week right now. Get out into nature and celebrate your world. That's what I would suggest. Find those things in your world to be thankful for. And I can tell you, it's right outside your door if you just open your eyes. It's right inside your heart as well. Take care, everyone.